0: Welcome back, welcome to listening, welcome to watching, welcome to episode 130 of the Retro Gamers Podcast. Larry here. And Anthony here. Anthony, what is going on? How are you? Oh, I, I don't know. Barely alive. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, in Los Angeles, that could mean a lot of things. Smogs, wildfire,
1: snow. What exactly is the... Is yeah, the, uh, the yeah, no, the apocalypse is here. You know, <laughs> if you're ever wondering where it was, I mean, hell froze over, it snowed here. Um, <laughs> but whether it's it's been cold it's been rainy yeah um, I um I just heard on the, rainy
0: I just heard on the news there's some sort of big like hotel or something that's like threatening to fall off the side of a mountain or something
1: cool uh, something house hH Houston house uh, oh oh the um oh I I can't remember the name of it but you I know, know what, what, what I'm talking about. about it's like right on yeah. the edge of a, of a hill is it not the hearst the Hearst House? I think the Hearst House?
0: House or something. The Hearst House, yeah. Um, yeah, it's Yeah, that's like
1: a huge – and that's a huge, like, um, like tourist destination to go to where, like, you know, it's this giant mansion yeah. that, you know, that has, oh. like, I don't know how many rooms. Is it William Hundreds. Howard Hearst's? What?
0: Is it William Howard Hearst's? Yeah, oh,
1: William, uh, William something Hearst.
0: William Henry Hearst, I think. Howard. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: So, don't uh, but ask, yeah, don't ask me these questions Look, this early in the morning.
0: All I'm saying is it's going to fall off the side of a
1: mountain, apparently. So I don't know. All right, well, that will be fun to watch. Oh, yeah,
0: <laughs> that'll
1: be a real tourist attraction. Yeah, um, if I if I can catch it on the, uh, I'll live stream it for the retro gamers and put some eight bit music.
0: <laughs> It'll be as big as the shuttle working its way through the streets of Los Angeles. Yes, and uh, <laughs>
1: that was an, an amazing day.
0: I can only imagine. Uh, mm-hmm. So we are back, episode 130, it's kind of, uh, you know, first of all I want to mention, you know, kind of lately um, we've been getting a lot of new uh, fans on
1: the Facebook page, a lot of yeah. new likes,
0: so thank you very much everyone who's joining us.
1: It's Yeah, we always appreciate it when you guys decide that uh, we're tolerable enough for you to pay attention to. <laughs> yeah, and whether you're listening or watching our lovely faces. Yes
0: uh so uh thank you very much for that and uh yeah episode 130 last week huge huge moment for us um and i know again we want to thank
1: dr anthony bean for being on the show Mm -hmm. absolutely dr bean was fantastic he really was he was awesome yeah he was well you know what i mean it's nice to have it's nice to have a professional on the show who isn't who is also a gamer yeah are we not professionals (laughs) No. (laughs) Are you
0: not entertained?
1: Uh, No, No, I'm entertained. Trust me. I'm very entertained. I was like, but that doesn't make us professionals. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's rude. Uh, No, but it was very cool to have Dr. Bean on. And, you know, I think I may have
0: said it last week, but I'll even say it now. And, And again, I mean it in a good way. Like, you know, you hear a professor, you hear, you know, clinical psychologist. So you're like, all right, maybe he's just a guy who's doing research on this topic and doesn't know much about. The Zelda portion of the topic. But mm-hmm. no, Dr. Behe is a gamer through and through. He's played all of them. And yeah. uh, it was just cool to see that and uh, hope to have him on the show again one day. Even just to talk games. I know. Exactly. You know, he uh, he ma- he makes our generation proud. He does. He does. and uh, Or he can psychoanalyze me. So that will be a good hour.
1: Well, I did tell him to do that.
0: <laughs> yeah, right.
1: You uh, got to eliminate that uh, that virtual boy fetish you no? have.
0: Oh, you're going to be very unhappy later on. Then want to have some news for you.
1: Oh, no, no. Trust me. I will not be unhappy because it's never going to happen.
0: <laughs> never going to happen. So uh, we're that's gonna, not the song. We're going to do. <laughs> I know we're going to do a little. Um, this is kind of like a like a free form episode. We're just going to have some fun with this one.
1: Yeah, um, we're going we're gonna to ad hoc some crap this week yep. uh, because, you know, Larry's too busy to actually prepare. So I
0: have been busy period. Listen, March. They- I got a busy month this month, my friend, you know. The are, you, are you dealing with March Madness? They're they're in, you know, playoff contingency. Uh I got the rest I got games. You know, this network pays for those tickets. I mean, I paid for
1: those tickets. Yes. You know, for the oh network. yeah, this network pays for those tickets, I'm sure. It's like when when you say that, it's because the islander tickets are probably like five bucks.
0: Ooh, ouch, no, sir. No. Ooh, sorry. Where are the Rangers? I'm sorry. What what position are they in?
1: That's okay. They are they are in rebuilding mode, the- which is fine. <laughs> Every team does it. The Islanders oh, okay. did it. The Islanders did it for, like, oh, I don't know, 30 years? (laughs) Hey, listen, I just started watching a couple years ago, so I missed all that fun. Yeah, so if you you go to your Islanders history, the last time they won a cup was in the early 80s. I know, I sit right under the banners, thank you. There you go, so exactly. (laughs) Four in a row, baby. Ours is is at least mid-90s, we're a little bit (laughs) close. And I would fun
0: fact, I know, they won June 14th, Flag Day, because I was at a Mets game, and more people were watching the Stanley Cup in Shea Stadium, then they were
1: the baseball game. <laughs> well, at that point, they should have turned the baseball game up and put the hockey game just up on the big they screen.
0: Did, I mean, they did. Obviously, they didn't show gameplay, but they kept showing the scores. And just, this is just for fun. And then I remember I won tickets. Me and a friend of mine won tickets to that game through school. I was in, I was 14, so I was in the eighth grade. And it was me and her, and we needed a, like a chaperone, obviously. The teacher couldn't go, so her father ended up going. But then when he realized, That, you know, was, uh, now, I I am not a hockey historian. Was that game seven? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, game seven, the Rangers haven't won in 40 something years at that point. So, when he (laughs) realized, yeah, so, so when he realized, wait a minute, you know, this is game seven of the Stanley Cup, he Mm -hmm. did everything he could to back out of this game, (laughs) but he still had to go. But we just happened to sit right behind a cameraman, behind and above a little bit, the cameraman. And the cameraman had a monitor pointing straight up with the hockey game on, so everyone in our section was like huddled down watching the hockey nice. game. It was awesome,
1: <laughs> and definitely the hockey game worth watching. No, it was it was nuts. I mean, I was. I and was... if you ever want to see that again, they did release it on DVD. Did they really? That's cool. <laughs> yeah, I have it. The New York Rangers collection. It has the it has the um it has the confer- the Eastern Conference Finals, and then the um. And then the Stanley like, Cup final, so all games, seven games for both. Oh, that's yep. cool. Mm-hmm.
0: That's cool. I did download. Actually, I do have. Even though it was a losing effort, and when I used to watch football, I did download uh, the Super Bowl when um, it was the Giants and the Patriots. When the Giants beat the Patriots, ending their undefeated streak that year. But to me, that's one of the oh, best. Oh, you mean the undefeated streak where they cheated? Uh, I didn't say anything about that. But they, they you know, they will go. Yeah, no, saying, the undefeated no. streak where they cheated. Um. But to me, that's the best Super Bowl I've ever seen. So I downloaded the entire it game. It was the best Super Bowl cool. I've ever seen because the Patriots lost. Shut it. So, but actually, at this point, I don't care anymore. So XFL 2020 hashtag. Um, oh boy. So, uh, but we're gonna have some little fun here. You know, I was hanging out, uh, just kind of chilling, doing some stuff, playing Tetris 99. As this, yeah, you're week. you're a
1: little obsessed with that, aren't you?
0: Well, this week, well, the week it's already over by the time this podcast drops. But right, right now, as mm-hmm. we record, it's the tournament. Um, where basically this weekend you have to rack up as many Tetris Maximuses as you maximi, as you can, which is basically meaning winning the game. Um, and the top 999 players basically win 999 gold coins on the Nintendo eShop, which basically is ten bucks, nine dollars and ninety nine cents. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. Um okay. I've come in third so far in the tournament. Nice. Yes, I cannot get that elusive first place. Get that first? It's huh? killing me. Killing me. You just gotta you just gotta keep doing it, man but now That's I'm just it. obsessed well, we talked about it last time, I'm obsessed with Tetris, and I'm just every time I can. I didn't even realize that I had Tetris as a digital download on the Wii oh really? what happens is the Wii you know the Wii's very underrated as far as its online games mm-hmm. um, well, it was called WiiWare. I'm not talking the virtual console, and I know you didn't have a Wii, right.
1: No, okay. the Wii was one of the very few consoles I didn't buy because I did not want to stand in my living room with those nunchucks <laughs> swinging things in the air. You didn't have to do that. I mean it was fun, but you didn't have to. Yeah, oh, but you... that's what it looked like to me and I was like, "Oh, no." That's how it was advertised, don't get me wrong. Yeah, and and I looked at it and said, "No."
0: <laughs> I mean, you technically have a Wii now anyway with the Wii U. So um, Well,
1: I have right, and I and I have a Wii. I yeah. know oh, that's Wii. right. That's I bought, right. I, you know, I bought one event. You know, like finally, at, like a year or two ago. <laughs> so, um, still, still haven't played it. But. What you should awesome, I'm telling you. Uh, Super no, Paper Mario. There are a lot of games on, like for Skyward Sword. Like I have to go play that. Yep. Uh, Mario. Um, Super Paper Mario. Uh, the two Galaxy games. Well, the two right? Galaxy games and Super Paper Mario is fantastic. And Super Paper, right? So yep. there, there are a good number of games I need to play on my Wii. I just again I just did not own it until a year that's or two all right. ago.
0: that's why right. I'm not gonna I'm not
1: faulting you for that no, there, there's no fault needed <laughs> I, I don't own a virtual boy the
0: fault so. is with it well you technically do now well I, well, I kind of do
1: you know <laughs> although you know it's it's definitely on life support Oh that's that's not good news for the news I have a little later on in the show no, um, but, but I, it, it, it bears reminding that I have not forgotten what was what I had promised our listeners. What happened to said Virtual Boy, and I guarantee that it will be happening soon
0: everyone 's waiting with bated breath,
1: oh yeah, I know I know i 'm just keeping that suspense.
0: I wish I knew what that term meant, so on the Wii um again, besides the virtual console, they had what was called WiiWare, which was basically yeah. first party digital download games they weren 't available on on uh, physical media, it was just download, and that 's where you started to see a lot of these like budget titles. Even the PlayStation had them. A lot of these, like you know, mm-hmm. just anyone's making anything, um, but there were a really good select few WiiWare games that were actually really good, and and for a little while, because of the Virtual Console, I would I would uh, um, accredit this to credit. Sure. Yeah. Um. You lot, you use the word correctly. <laughs> I once in a while. Uh, a lot of the WiiWare games were really either. Uh, re-releases, uh, excuse me, sequels of older games, or mm-hmm. some sort of like remix of a game. For example, the Tetris that I was talking about—it's called Tetris Party. Actually, probably one of the first Tetris games that you can play competitively online. Not in the vein of Tetris Ninety Nine; it was one-on-one, but you can still play online. Um, not anymore—the the, that portion of of the Wii channels is closed. Um, there were the th- three of the best games that Konami put out were all on the WiiWare and they were all well two one was a sequel God Damn bless three games that totally that came out on the WiiWare that are three some of the best games uh, one's a sequel one's a remake and one's kind of a remix they're called the Rebirth series mm-hmm. Contra the Adventure Rebirth uh, excuse me Castlevania the Adventure Rebirth Contra Rebirth and Gradius Rebirth games are fantastic with you know, souped-up graphics, but still had that old-school feel. Mm-hmm. Um, a, uh, Alien Crush. I think we
1: remember Alien Crush from turbografx Oh, Rifle yeah, 16. Alien Crush, which I have on my um, uh, TurboGrafx. Yep. Have you Have you had a chance to play it? Nope. Okay, fair enough.
0: <laughs> um, it was an awesome Actually, pinball game. I have too many games. I know. Uh, they a- made – I don't remember the full name of it, but basically it was like a sequel to Alien Crush. There mm-hmm. was a pseudo-sequel to Blaster Master on the WiiWare. It oh, had- nice. A lot of cool games.
1: And speaking of Blaster Master, I just want to give a really quick shout-out to um, a friend and uh, guest and former – and he's filled in for you as co-host on the show. Uh, Just a big shout-out to Rich, who after all of these years – finally beat Blastermaster. master <laughs> <Did> he really <laughs> yes awesome i honestly thought like we i used to go back and forth with him all the time because i thought he beat it as a kid because he used to play it all the time he's like nope yeah. never beat it i said you need to get back on there and beat it so I, on the episode I, you,
0: did, you said that
1: yeah yeah so he downloaded it and he beat it so kudos to you rich <laughs> for beating Blastermaster. it only took you 30 years
0: listen sometimes it just takes some time to find that stupid frog that it does. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so the WiiWare, and it's kind of a shame that now with the Wii Channel gone, um, you know, a lot of these games just are, are going to get lost um, to to history and to the Internet mm-hmm. at that point. Um, but there were just a lot of... The WiiWare was, was awesome because it felt like it was like a Genesis, no pun intended, uh, of online gaming for a lot of these, like, games that aren't worth... <laughs> Uh, for lack of a better term, worthy enough to to have a physical uh, uh, distribution. So if you just throw it up online, like Contra Rebirth would not would probably have done poor sales. But as a digital download, you know, so easy. Yeah. Um,
1: well, I mean, digital downloads change the way that we, that we game. No, I mean, let's That's face it. it. it yeah. You know, yeah, exactly. Um. You know, especially, you know, as... As our society moves into everything becoming digital, like, you know, people don't buy DVDs as much as they do anymore because you can just download the movie and watch it yourself or, sh- or not even download anymore. Now we're in live streaming. So everything's, yeah. just, everything's just sitting on a server everywhere. It's why, you know, you have Netflix and, you know, Hulu and soon we're getting Disney Plus and you got CBS All Access to so like all of these places. That And not only that, they're making content specifically to just watch online. So in other words, it's like Netflix – all this original programming is on Netflix now, right? Oh yeah, they do All of them have this. Man. Yeah, all of them have original programming. I mean, Netflix just sunk two billion dollars into new content. Did they and really? Bought, uh, yeah, they did that, and they bought the uh, old the CBS studio where they film Price is Right. Um, did they really? Yeah, they oh, bought wow. that because they. Yeah, they they are now going to have their own studio. Wait, are they booming so, Price is Right out there? Yeah, CBS. Yeah, CBS is moving from there. So <laughs> I know. Uh, bye, Drew Carey. Um, but, um, but, but you know, same thing with video games. Like you're saying, it's like there are certain games where it's like, all right, it's like you know, these games aren't worth 50 bucks. You know, even like if we put them out for 20 or 25 bucks, big deal. It's like throw it online for 5.99, 6.99, 7.99. It's a nice, you know, it's a nice stream of games. Exactly, you know? and there are
0: a handful of games that do get like that special edition. Uh, physical release because now some of that goes into play like, you know, those people at Limited Run and other Print yes. on demand. I love the people uh, at
1: limited, limited Run. They run. send me my
0: games. God, I hate Limited Run. My uh, orders go through, but there's like strictly limited gaming, which kind of does the same thing, and there's another one that does it. But they're they're out there. But you know that WeeWare. If you go back and just even look at the history at this point of uh, WiiWare games, I think it really started uh, a lot of the you know a lot of games that you see now that are digitally distributed. But then when I was, that made me fall down the rabbit hole of online gaming, and it kind of made me think. What was the first game that I played online? And specifically, what was the first game I played online on a home console? Because obviously the computers were online way before the consoles were. Yeah. You know, I was rocking Prodigy back in the day.
1: Um, Oh, Prodigy. Oh, man. (laughs) Message boards galore. (coughs) Um, Message boards. Do you remember um, when you were on, like... Prodigy or AOL or whatever you had at the time. Like I had you know, I had the original AOL when it first came out. Well that's what it was. That prodigy before was before AOL. Yeah. But going to going into chat rooms and just talking to random people that you didn't know. (laughs) um, (laughs) It was okay. Yeah. Or going to what now would be a website. But like going to um a Somebody like a company's AOL page, perfect example. Like we were big wrestling fans, would always go to oh WWE's my, yes. AOL page. I forgot <clears throat> about that. And then right because you ha- they had to have pages dedicated to America Online. Yes, they had to make them specifically for it before it was, you know before yeah. the you know the internet uh, yeah. you know web browsers became a thing. And we what? would um, we would click on an image and then wait for it to slowly come oh, in. Oh, look like this because of how slow. Today's specials, new Chase Freedom Flex with 3% on
2: dining, including takeout. Now every meal comes with a side of cash back. Learn more at ChaseFreedom.com. Cars are issued by J.P. Morgan, Chase Bank, N.A., member FDIC. Restrictions and limitations
1: apply. Offer subject to change. The dial-up was...
0: We know that now, but back then, I remember like going from like, what, what did it start at? Like 96k, no, 9.6k to 144 to 288 I think it Max- was nine was nine
1: was nine six first. I thought I'd it was like very first. I, I thought I it was lower than 9.6. but I remember fourteen four 14, and twenty eight eight.
0: I remember when, it, when. Oh man, okay, let's go here. I remember going from fourteen four to 28.8. eight eight, and I'm like, whoa, <laughs> yep. and it went from like you know like forty seven minutes to like thirty six minutes to download some, and I'm like, this is it's never yeah. going to get faster.
1: Oh, no, I remember and because I remember one of the things I did at the time because, again, big wrestling fans were downloading uh, entrance music, downloading yes. wrestling entrance music and then using and then using it on my computer. So like when my computer would boot up, it would play a theme. Yep. And then when you did something else, it would play a theme. Like, it, it just because you were able to play around with all that stuff. Yep. And you still can, of course. Uh, it's a lot easier now. But, yeah, <laughs> just remembering like that type of stuff, that and, of mm-hmm. course – Let's not forget the warm memories of getting screamed at by your family to get off the phone because it was a dial-up <laughs> connection. Yes. So when you were online, you were using the phone line in the house because remember, this was, this was before cell phones were a common household item. Well,
0: forget that. This was before ev- – even right before the cell phones when really – back in the day, kids, once for me to call Anthony, it would have cost me more money. To call Anthony, yeah. I would had to call him at certain times of the day or maybe on the weekend because there was such a thing as long distance, yep. which is really unless you're calling outside the country, it's a thing of the past. Even for land, even for those who still have a landline system, is um, you know, cell phones completely did that away. But yes, going online, you had to you know get pre- is anyone on the phone? No, okay, and um, that was like one of the perks. Because my father had his own business for a while, and he had his own, he had his business line. line. So that was good because at night no one was calling him, so I pretty much had free range. And also remember, well, I mean, it's weird how I remember this because it's not like I was paying the phone bill, but I remember Mm -hmm. at one point they had like, like special phone deals for going online.
1: Like it was almost like like a like a package of some sort. Yep. And um, then remember when the beauty of DSL came out?
0: That's, you know, D- DSL DSL I actually skipped over. Oh, um, wow. yeah, we actually for some reason we actually ended up skipping over that one.
1: Oh no, I went we went to DSL and I was like, "Oh my god, this is the most amazing thing I've ever made." <laughs>
0: well, DSL basically was Well, here, let's do this. Landline, the dial-up. That that oh, little, I just oh, got attacked. What happened? <laughs> Sorry. What? I got attacked. <laughs> <laughs> someone's i got someone's attacked being, yep. by this evil being oh no well there he is oh good lord look at that punem!
1: look at that face he just wants to be on the show every week he now. just wants to rule the world and watch it burn he really does and stick his butt up in the air because of it well right? that's
0: that's what cats do Oh, oh, oh bye <laughs> so dial up modem folks let's see if this rings a bell for anybody
1: Such a beautiful sound. Get off the phone. Oh, well, exactly. Well, that that used to happen to me all the time. And I'm like, no, well, just, because I'm just... um, two thirds of a way through an image and I want to download the whole damn thing before. <laughs> so and it maxed out at 56K, 56 K, yes. 56,000
0: kilobytes.
1: Yes. A second. Right. Yes. Yes. 50, yeah. 56, and... 56. No, 56 kilobytes a second. Which is 56,000 bytes. Oh, a that's second. right. That's right. 56K, yes. Okay.
0: Yeah, so it's uh, been a lo-
1: long time since I thought about it. Um, it th- That was the max. Uh, oh, and by the way, anybody listening who does not know anything about this, you can get a crash course in it from the movie Hackers in 1996, starring <laughs> Johnny Lee Miller and Angelina Jolie. There you go. <laughs> Is a plug? I've never seen hackers. I gotta check that out. My God, I watch it all the time. Not only because it's just it's just insane. Mm-hmm. It's just like it's it's just none of nothing in it is realistic, um, but um, everything about it is like so nineties and like computer hacker niche. <laughs> like, and you see them like you see them like going crazy over a twenty a bps modem. Oh, boy. And, yeah, it, it, it's worth watching just to be like. <laughs> Wow, this movie's dated. And <laughs> I swear. Um, so, so f- anyway
0: yeah, 56K max out, because the, the telephone line physically could not hold any faster data speed, because mm-hmm. data speed actually it, it causes heat, it's, it's energy, it's physics, yeah. science. So then we moved to DSL, which this was the magic of faster Internet, but you can also talk on the phone at the same time. You had to get that stupid dongle. Adapter.
1: yes i remember the, i remember the attachment it's yep. it, it split the line basically for you
0: and then the world changed when cable modems came out uh broadband internet it. and that's where mm-hmm. i got it first when i was in uh, college that's why i first mm-hmm. finally got broadband internet um i was still dialing up though for a while i
1: was gonna, I was gonna say i can't college. i can't remember the first time i actually did have like a cable modem situation so, I, it may have been the first apartment
0: yeah no it took definitely took a while um let me but getting ask you, back to getting back to games. That's what well, listen. What, this is all part of it. It's all part of it. It's all retro. Um, but I am. I was about to ask the question. Do you remember the first game you ever truly played online? Um, preferably a console, but I know the computer is going to get thrown in there as well.
1: Yeah. See the the PC is going to come into play for me first because I was I was actually a PC gamer in the early and mid nineties because it was, a, it, it was a new thing to me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And plus PC games were doing like basically what the Sega CD was doing. They were doing like full motion video course, games, yeah. which I was really into. So I was enjoying stuff like that. Um, the I'll tell you this much, just to go way back the very first time I ever went online with, any type of console or or PC or anything like that was actually on my Commodore 64. How in the, the hell did you get on In the late 80s or early 90s, there was <clears throat> there was a program called Quantum Link or Q Link, and what it did was it allowed you to go online um, by accessing the phone line. Now. <clears throat> I remember this because a friend of mine from high school, uh, not high school, grammar school, this was. This is way back. A friend of mine from grammar school came over and we tried it and we <laughs> got on, we got online. Really? We got online with it, but here was the problem. It's like once you got on, if you remember the Commodore 64, I sure do. Um, yeah. Th- didn't know what to do once you went on. <laughs> right, yeah, you're like, all right, there's really nothing. This is cool. We're, we're on Quantum Link and it's like, now what's going to happen? V. And. We had no, and we had no idea. So we we used it once for like maybe five minutes because we were like, well, now what? The internet was designed for military purposes. So at that point, you're probably getting ready to access something in the Pentagon. Oh man, you mean I could have like shot missiles and stuff? It, you, it would have been war games. Forget Matthew Broderick. Oh yes, war games. Matthew Broderick, another one that you can go on and talk <laughs> about online stuff. But um, yeah, so my very first experience with online was very brief on the was on the Commodore 64, which is okay which is crazy. Um, but then, you know, PC is where I really started to experiment with online because again, um, it was like mid to late nineties when the PC allowed you to start playing games online with, um, with people. So, so the, and I don't remember, I don't remember if this was the game, uh, this was the game that you were able to play online. I think it was, but I, I still have the original too. NHL 96. Look at that. NHL 96, which was released in 1995. Wow. Um, Again, I don't remember if this was the year that we were able to play it online or if it was NHL 98. It might have been 98, um, which I don't have anymore. But um, I remember that one of the first games I ever played online was a hockey game. Um, And let me tell you something. Trying to play a hockey game online in (laughs) the 90s on a dial-up modem (laughs) is not really fun. (laughs) I'm sure the games are very long. (laughs) Oh, man. And they were bad. And a lot of times you would get disconnected because – Somebody would pick up the phone.
0: <laughs> I can only imagine in your house picking up the phone while you're playing a
1: game. <laughs> yeah. So, so that so that and, happened. And when you pick up lot. the phone, because when you pick up the phone, you heard the. Yeah. <laughs> get off. Yeah, know, but then were... but also. But then uh, there were a lot of times where it would interrupt your connection. Oh no, I know. Yeah. Yeah. So then, so then, you, you know, here I am. I'm playing a game online against, you know, probably, you know, some 50 year old guy in the middle of Texas, and. Um, <laughs> No, nothing against people in Texas, uh, but uh, but and then it would just you know disconnect. Um, and then the other game that I remember playing, and we all tried playing this together, if I remember correctly, at one point was uh, was another game on PC called Freedom Force. Yes, I remember. I actually did not have it. You did not um, have it. No, I didn't have it. Everyone else did. Yeah. And the coolest thing about this usually game, was, left this me was out of stuff. before. This was before. Um, Uh, Marvel had like a really good set of games where you're able to play as Marvel superheroes. This is like way before Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Oh, yeah, yeah. And what was awesome about this game was they had a standard play mode where you could um, play through a story mode with superheroes they created for the game. But – you were also they also had to create a superhero mode. Yes. And you ba- and they had enough in there where you basically could recreate the entire Marvel universe. <laughs> so like we, we made everybody. We made Iron Man, Captain America, all this stuff. And on top of it, you were able to assign them superpowers. So you were actually able to give them the superpowers they had in the comics, which was amazing. There you go. So yeah, PC was where I really started with online gaming, but uh, obviously where it flourished was on the console for me. And I'm trying to recall, and I don't really recall because I tried it in most places. Like I tried, I, if I remember, I tried it on Sega Dreamcast, and I never
0: tried it on the Dreamcast.
1: Never I tried it on it. the Dreamcast, didn't really get very far because the Dreamcast was a short-lived system. Yeah. I never tried it on the PlayStation 2 because I never bought the adapter.
0: That I did, but you know, before we started, before we re- started recording, um. We were kind of talking about this, and I told you how my first experience on the console was with the PlayStation. But as we're talking, I do have to correct myself, because Ooh. it was on the PC, because uh, it was in college. Like, I was actually in college. The PS2 happened after I graduated. So, um, I mean, you can continue oh, oh, yeah. on with yours, and then I'll, I'll tell you my story. But, yeah, it's mine was on PC.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, I, and I feel like a lot of people would have started, at least you know, a lot of people our age would mm-hmm. have started fiddling with it on PC. Um, and you know, and then just a quick little you know a little history note because we've talked about this on the on the um, on the show before. But the original Famicom in Japan, Nintendo, yes. um, they had online for the Famicom system, and they what they did was it was a lot of sports betting yeah. through the Famicom, hor- specifically horse racing. Yeah, specifically horse racing. You were able yeah. to like go on your Famicom and put in yeah put in some horse betting, which is <laughs> insane when you think about it because. You know, the Nintendo in the States was catered towards kids. Yep. So, a little history over there. Um, but I really think Xbox Live is where it really started for me. Um, okay. And I, But I just can't remember if it was on the original Xbox or if it was on the 360. Okay. Um, and, I, and I really can't recall the first game I played. It's been so long. I don't know why, like, I initially feel like it, it, it was a wrestling game. I feel like it has to be a wrestling Could've game. Could have been, probably. Because, because like... That once, um, once WCW NWO World Tour came out, I feel like I like we owned every wrestling game. Oh, imaginable. we did, we absolutely yeah. did. So yeah. I just feel like once one of them wound up going online, like that would have been the one we played. And I don't know if I don't know if Raw was online on the Xbox or not, I don't remember, but I was gonna say it was probably a wrestling game as well because with our group of
0: friends. I think the, the one constant that we all had back then was wrestling games. So I imagine, like, I wasn't into hockey at all. You know, um, uh, you weren't playing football games. You know what I mean? So I was playing football games at that time, actually.
1: Oh, were you? I thought you weren't really into that. Yeah, no. I wasn't a big football fan, but football games was oh, actually. Right. Oh, no, never mind. Yeah. because um, I guess we just excluded you. I, NFL, NFL 2K5 which is oh, like well, the that, greatest football game that's of all time. The ball game. No I was like, is. I played that nonstop. Yeah. And then I was also really um, obsessed with the sports games on the Dreamcast were really awesome. Well, that's where the 2K series started. Yeah. 2K series yeah. started on this. So NHL 2K, NFL 2K, I mm. played like crazy. Um, NFL quarterback club on the N64, mm. I owned and played.
0: Oh, no, you know, I stand correct. Yeah. yeah so there were, there were a few football games correct?
1: during that time that I really enjoyed. I, cool. Uh,
0: yeah. So just to mention, I, and, and even now more, I think about it, it may have been more of a, uh, glorified Land Party, but I'll still count it. Mm. In college, when I finally got, like, the, mo- like, the Broadband, as we now know it mm. as Ethernet, uh, I remember playing, um, you know, some online games, but it was, like, in the dorm, because the dorm was hooked up, all the rooms, you could have, you know, basically, a, like I said, a Glorified Land Party. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it was, um, what was that game for Blizzard? Uh, uh, Ah dang it, I can't remember it, oh, well, um it was like if it was it was like uh, damn it, I want to remember the name of this game now, but you can't, no, I can't, oh well, so I'm gonna do this
1: um you're gonna do you're gonna do what we all do, go yep. online and look it up, yep,
0: I'm gonna do that right now, Meanwhile,
1: yeah. we can keep talking about
0: no, no, um, we are, we are uh um, no, no,
1: but we we can keep talking about like Xbox Live and stuff like so, that, so
0: oh, that's what I want to talk about with the PlayStation two. I remember really, like, true online gaming, not just a LAN party, was on the PS2. The PS2, originally, and I feel like this was very forward-thinking for Sony, because it was a long time between the launch of the PS2 and when these came out, even though you didn't need both peripherals, um, for this to happen.
1: What'd I say? Not peripheral. Oh. <laughs>
0: um... <laughs> But you were able to upgrade the PS2 Sega. with a hard drive and a modem.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I remember I bought the modem first. Uh, basically, the modem had the ability for dial-up or broadband. Um, we saw dial-up in the house at the time. And I remember having to hook up AOL to it. Again, doing it at, only at night. Uh, yes. And it came out, like, the the launch title with it was, and this is going to be a throwback for people, everquest oh man which was the precursor everquest. To,
1: um, I remember that
0: to World of PC. Warcraft yeah I mean so you know I remember going on there um, playing everquest I probably played it for about a month when I'm like all right I don't know what I'm doing here but it was mm-hmm. just very cool to play online on the ps2 and then later on I got um, NBA 2k it had to be like 2k1 maybe Okay. Or maybe NBA 2K, whichever one came out on the PlayStation. And that was the first time I actually played against my friends on the PS2. Uh, And that was also the first time with the headset for me, where I was actually talking to other people while playing the game. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, I remember distinctly, I was playing a game. I was deep into the game. I was actually winning. My girlfriend at the time called me. And I tried to get her off the phone, then she realized I was playing a video game. She got mad at me. You know who I'm talking about. I'm not going to mention yep. games. Oh, yeah. She no, got mad at me. We're about. I'm trying to play the game, and long story short, that was a very long evening for me. So,
1: <laughs> I, Starcraft. I have a it was a very disappointing evening as well. It was.
0: Let me go back. Starcraft 2 is the game I first played online. Ah, okay, party, Starcraft. And I got my butt handed to me over and over again on that one. Oof. Nice. Oofah. Um, so yeah, so online and then later the PS2 came out with the modem, which then uh, was kind of a launch title with Final Fantasy 11?
1: eleven? Eleven. Eleven was the one that was online.
0: Yes. Uh played that mm-hmm. for a little while, and then again I'm like, this is like EverQuest. What the hell am I playing this game for? So not saying hey, go it's- back yeah. to Everquest.
2: Wanna hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically Hi, Carol from L.A. here. We rescued Sadie from a local shelter. With an Embark dog DNA test, we found out she's mostly border collie. She's a much happier dog since we started agility training. I recommend Embark to any dog owner. You can test for 350 breeds and 190 genetic health conditions. Get the highest rated dog DNA test at EmbarkVet.com. Go to EmbarkVet.com and use the exclusive promo code DNA to get $64 off an Embark breed and health kit.
1: I forgot
0: EverQuest and just how
1: huge it was.
0: I mean, if everyone knows World of Warcraft now, just it was like that for EverQuest. And then just, 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 just
1: fell off the map when world of warcraft well I, th- I think games like warcraft came out and stuff and everybody yeah. just moved
0: over it was just game over for uh, everquest so uh, pretty much
1: but, and then as you mentioned we
0: evolved to xbox now we have xbox live the playstation network and nintendo online service um for a while online gaming was free now you got to pay for it but really you know it's look. We've always the annual for, fee's not that bad. It's not bad at all. Fifty bucks, sixty bucks, maybe. Yeah, for the year, twenty, 20 bucks for the bucks Nintendo. on the Nintendo. Yeah. I mean, come on, people.
1: Um. Well, and now you have the monthly subscription services where you can get a game pass. Yep. And then just play like what they have That's uploaded the for you. To play
0: that seems. I just downloaded yeah. Modern Warfare Four no Modern Warfare Two, but the like the uh, the remastered edition. Uh, mm. On the PS4. So I'm looking forward to playing that. And again, nice. that's just part of the PlayStation Network. So online gaming, we take for granted nowadays. But me too. back in the beginning of it, it was it was really, a ge- no pun intended, it was a game changer. I just remember playing online going, I can't believe I'm playing with someone else who's like, you know, miles away in another country or something. It was really groundbreaking. And, and, you know,
1: and asking me about what I'm wearing
0: yeah that got a little weird, so yeah, just the chat, yeah, oh, well, well, you do what you do, but um, <laughs> so let us know your first experience with online gameplay, especially the console part, like me personally, like you expect the p c to go online, but your yeah. first like online console, um let's know about it. Post it on the Facebook page. Post it on our Instagram. And uh, let us know about your first online game experience. The good experience.
1: Welcome. All right, Larry. It is th- it is time for this week's Did You Know. Ooh, we, have a, right. we haven't done a Did You Know segment yeah, in a little while. So little, it's nice while. to bring it back. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So since we were talking about online gaming and, you know, our first experiences and everything like that. And I went way back to the Commodore, Um, but I
0: still don't remember a modem on the Commodore.
1: Yeah, no, it was a really interesting setup, but um, Xbox, I feel like is when the console online gaming really started to take off with the birth of Xbox live. Now, do you know which games were the launch titles for xbox live there were two
0: launch titles for xbox live
1: yeah i want to say
0: one of them was it crimson skies
1: no oh dang halo no actually this was pre-halo i think Um, really the two games that were actually available for launch on xbox live were unreal championship makes sense okay and Mech Assault. Do you remember Mech Assault? Ooh, okay. See, I was thinking maybe that
0: uh, Frenzy. There was something Frenzy. But Mech Assault, All right, that makes sense. Yeah. Yep. Those
1: were the two games that were available at launch. Now, but did you know hmm. that during beta testing, they used two other games that were never officially published oh. on the Xbox Live? No. And those know. two games were Revolt. Called Revolt, okay, and NFL Fever two thousand three. Wow, really? Yeah. Wow. So they had two game. They had two games specifically made for beta testing online huh. that wound up never seeing the light of day. Interesting. So yeah. Well, you know, you had to test it oh, yeah, in some way, shape, or form. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, and that's how you know Xbox Live started, cool. uh, and uh, that is this week's. Did you know? File's done.
0: All right. Uh, you know, so I want to I wanna mention something here uh, real quick, because we, we talked about this a while ago. We we were talking about basically uh, probably in the beginnings when, when you were setting up all your systems, uh, mm-hmm. trying to get those massive number of systems all hooked up to one television. Oh, yes. And uh, we talked about splitters, specifically uh, HDMI splitters. Um, mm-hmm. You found ones at work where I've gone through like six of them. That just don't work properly. I bought um, one. <laughs> that's that's how this works. Um, like the problems with mine were like the like the other like the more powerful systems would override the other ones and always switch over automatically, which is why I hate the automatic switches. But they're all in there. Right. But I finally found a set of HD splitters that is working so far. It's, okay. by, a com- it's by a company called Armor who I think is through Hyperkin. I'm not 100% sure on that. Okay, Uh, It's a three-way splitter, and it works for 4K. It works for 3D, but I'm not using it for 3D. And in this case, I'm not using it for uh, 4K. Mm -hmm. Um, I have my Switch hooked up to it. I'm going to have any of the mini consoles. Those you can just swap out in the back. Mm -hmm. That's going to be hooked up to it. And now I finally got my Wii U back up and running. Nice. uh, Which I'm so happy about. Uh, because it's been a, it's, it's been a minute since I was playing the Wii U because I always have the switch plugged in and, you know, just to get behind the TV, keep swapping out the HDMI cables is a hump. So I'm very happy to, uh, finally, uh, get the Wii U back up and running. And it kind of, again, I was doing a lot of thinking this week. Um, don't ask me why, but I have. That's dangerous for you. Yeah, 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 I know. That's why I always tell you to keep your hat on. The hamster can only, how dare you, the hamster can only run so fast on the wheel. Um. Yeah, before it runs out your ear. (laughs) You know, it made me think because we have a lot of these games from the Wii U that are being ported to the Switch.
1: Yeah, like all of them.
0: Basically. But then there were a lot of games for the Wii that were ported to the Wii U. Um, mm-hmm. and even in a little bit, we'll mention some games that are going to be ported from the N64, and I'm not talking virtual console, I'm talking a port, from the N64 to the Switch, mm-hmm. and and other systems are doing it as well, so it made me think, we've talked about it again before, I want to revisit it, um, HD remakes versus original re-releases, thoughts, comments, um, the biggest example I can think of right now is the following, Uh, We saw recently on the Nintendo Direct that the Nintendo Switch is getting a remake, a massively uh, graphical upgrade of The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. Mm -hmm. Drastically different from the Game Boy, as one would imagine. Oh, yeah. Um, But also, which I actually stumbled upon first just looking at the Coming Soon section on the Switch. Like, every Tuesday, I'll I'll go online and check out the Coming Soon to see what's new on the list. And... um, out of nowhere, I saw a game called Turok, Yes, which originally came out on the N sixty four. Basically, imagine Goldeneye, but you are a Native American and you're fighting dinosaurs. So,
1: as they were wont to do back then. <laughs> um,
0: but when I'm looking at it, it it doesn't look like Turok is getting a, a graphical upgrade. Right, it's probably going to you know run in 1080p. But it's still got the polygons and everything. Mm-hmm. And, um, again, it made me wonder because I've already expressed my concerns about Link's Awakening, kind of the bubbliness of how it looks versus the Game Boy. And since we last spoke, I think you've, correct me if I'm wrong, you were into HD remakes. Um, th- like, do you still feel that way? And like, would you rather nowadays maybe see just, just re-release? It'd be cool to re-release the original.
1: Well, you know. It's not that I prefer one over the other. I actually enjoy both. Okay, um, and here's why. I think um, I think the, the obviously there's something about playing the original. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a nice nostalgia trip. You know, especially when you were you know younger playing these games. You know, these games had an impact on our lives um, in some way, shape, or form. So we connect to them in their original state. So I feel like for people in our generation who originally played these games in the '80s and '90s. Playing the original takes us back. And I feel like we have uh, a good, you know, we get a deeper emotional connection to playing the originals. Whereas the HD remakes, the HD remakes I feel like, are trying, you know, they're obviously trying to take advantage of the current systems and, you know, what they can do because obviously they're a lot more powerful. Mm-hmm. But on top of that, you're also opening these things up to a whole new generation of gamers, you know, people who didn't originally play these games that probably would not go back and play the original because it's old and 8 and blocky and stuff like that.
0: The, the simplicity of the graphics.
1: Yeah, they're very, very simple. Now, some uh, and again, some people enjoy doing that, but I would say in general, like, you know, people who have grown up basically on anything from the Xbox 360 on, mm-hmm. um, probably will not go back unless they do some type of HD remake. Now, I, but I, I but for me, I feel like Playing the HD remake is just as rewarding for me as playing the original um, because we're getting you know we're getting to that point where we're getting more u- used to the current gen graphics. Um, a good example: I was talking to a friend of mine who is also an avid gamer. He owns every system, nice, and um, every system I think almost ever made. <laughs> um, he also has he also has a, a pinball arcade in his garage. He turned oh, his garage into a pinball arcade.
0: Why?
1: Yeah, that is awesome. So... Yeah, it's, it's really cool. Um, but, you know, he was telling me, he's like, yeah, he's like, you know, I, I went back and I was playing something on the PlayStation. And he's like, man, he's like, PlayStation game, PlayStation one games do not hold up. And you know what? When you go back and you look at it in the early days of 3D, he's 100 percent right because of the polygon limitations. Um, you play some of those games. They are ugly to get through. Look, they at the, really are the PlayStation um, classic. That's what everyone was complaining about. Right, exactly. When I you play annoyed. the PlayStation Classic, you know, which is now forty dollars at Walmart, by the way. Um, yeah, uh, but you um, ordered it Went full price. Yeah, yeah. When you play the when you play the PlayStation Classic and you look at these games, you're like, "Wow, the graphics are really bad." It's like, yeah, it was like now they're bad. I go, it was the it was the early stages of 3D. It was the mm-hmm. dawn of 3D. Um, you know, now obviously games look beautiful. So I, you know, in that respect, I'm actually for taking games for the early 3D-based systems and upgrading them into HD remakes like Resident Evil 2. I mean, if you look at Resident Evil – now, and Resident Evil, to be honest with you, on the PlayStation, actually looks pretty damn good. Oh, no, it looks um, – uh, yeah, it still holds yeah, up. For the limitations they had, exactly. they made that game look good. I was like, but then you look at what they did with Resident Evil 2 on PS4 and um, yep. Xbox One. I mean, it's, it's astounding. It's beautiful yeah. to go through. I was like – and you still get the same experience you did when you played the original Resident Evil 2. So I'm perfectly fine with them doing HD remakes of games. Okay. But at the same time, like for Link's Awakening, when that comes out, I would actually be happy if they offered the new version and the original version.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: And, like, and, and Maybe it's hiding in the game. Maybe. Buy it.
0: Maybe. it. And I kind of, you know, like with, with this, t- and I, I didn't read if I'm misreading it, with Turok... I feel like maybe it's kind of like a mix of both, where you still kind of get the old graphics, but mm-hmm. you know it's a smoother game, literally a smoother gameplay because it's in 1080p, it's running faster, things like that. But like you still kind of get the polygon look to it. So maybe there's like a maybe there's a happy medium as well between the two, uh, which I think would it be kind be. of cool to see.
1: Yeah. So. Well, and I know you're very. Um... I know you have a stickler. I don't want to say an issue, but you know, (laughs) you you'll take a little bit of exception to when they change the graphics completely. Like Link's Awakening is like this really like cartoonish kind of look to it with the cell shading and stuff like that. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. Like, look, I get I get it. Not like,
0: hey, let's re-release the Game Boy game on the Switch and charge, you know, forty, fifty bucks for it. Well, you know, that's how much it probably cost back then. I get that. But I don't just like the over bubble. I can only call it bubbliness of it. I don't know. It's just again, maybe it will wear off. I'm pretty sure it won't. But
1: I just always that's go back to Wind Waker. You know, remember that's... The, remember the reaction to Wind Waker, that's and true. then once the game came out, what the response was. You're right, You're that's exactly where I always right. go.
0: And even that can lead to how you can keep the graphics, but just polish it because wind waker came out on the gamecube which was 480p 480p Mm -hmm. 480 something and then they re-released it on the wii u in hd 1080 yeah 1080p so you still had obviously they're not really changing too much with the graphics but it's just smoother it's brighter Mm -hmm. it looks a little bit better (laughs) and i am dying
1: you are There's dying. No, I see. I see. You, you, this is a yeah. Just gotta, <laughs> killing me. Get off your soapbox for a minute. But <laughs> so, um, uh, but I see what but, you're talking about. I see what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, you know, and it's the same thing. It's the same thing that's ha- it's been happening in the film industry for you know over mm-hmm. a decade now. Remakes, remakes, remakes,
0: remakes, or even when they re-release a movie in now like in four
1: remastered in four K remastered in four K. Yeah. How about all the V? You know, how about when VHS tapes were turned? You know, were transferred over to DVD. Now yeah. we're getting higher quality films you know on on DVD and then of course to your point blu-ray and 4k and no, HD I, and 3d what I 3d what I find funny
0: is like I find I don't know maybe I just had a curiosity if you know anything about this I feel like like with the HD and uh 4k re-releases like the when they touch them up in 4k mm-hmm. I feel like black and white movies benefit from that more than color movies I don't know why every time I see a black and white movie that was the, my perfect example is the Criterion Collection uh, Gojira, which, for those who don't mm-hmm. know, is the original Godzilla from the late 1950s. Mm-hmm. Fantastic movie. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It was a hint, like, um, like when they upgraded that to HD for for the Blu Ray, it looked phenomenal. But when they upgraded like other m- color movies, I, it was weird. It was like I don't. I mean, I see something, but just black and white really benefited from it. I don't know. It's, I don't know if that's a thing. I'm um, just reading into well, it.
1: Well, you know, I mean, I, possible reading it. Any, any movie is going to benefit from an upgrade, yeah. you know, because they clean it up. And black and white films, you know, were grainier and, you know, you know, because of the film back then and everything. But um, uh, and to be honest, I don't have I mean, I have experience with Blu-ray. I'm not I'm not 4K yet. I haven't gone. I haven't gone the 4K route yet.
0: Once you go 4K, and, you don't go back. Well,
1: no, I'll just wait at this point for 8K. Um,
0: no, that's coming out. That's that's a real yeah. thing. Yeah.
1: No, no, no! I know. I'm just like at this point, it's like I can go buy a 4K TV for like 300 bucks now. I go, and a year from now, they're going to come out with a new one, and then it's like whatever. I'll just wait. Um, But yeah, I mean, so, but I feel like you know, up upgrading film Mm -hmm. as a way of preserving it is you know, it's a wonderful thing because in other words, it it helps to keep it current, you know, and um, you know, and you know me, I'm I'm very passionate about film history, of course, yeah. Um, the same way but but the same way I'm passionate about video game history. I believe that there is a place for both where you can, you know, uphold the classic original style of the game while also offering, you know, an upgraded version for today's players. Kind of like there's been a couple of games that have come out. I think Tecmo Bowl Remix or
0: Tecmo Bowl something came yep. out where you on the fly you can play with the updated graphics, you hit a button and it goes back like to the eight bit graphics, like, which is awesome. You play, yeah. So maybe they, like that'd be cool if they did that with Zelda with Link's Awakening.
1: That would be awesome. Oh, uh, that would be really cool. Probably not, but <laughs> yeah, that would probably be
0: cool. not. Uh, all right, so that's cool. There's a nice uh, revisiting of that. Especially with some of these games that are coming out, um, and yeah. we got some other news that has nothing to do with the other, but we're going to talk about them anyway. Yeah. Um, that we missed it. Well, not missed it, but this past weekend we celebrated Mario Day.
1: Yes, March Mario 10th. Day. Yeah, Mario Day it was a uh, Sunday. Yes, March tenth, and and uh, how did and and Larry, how did you celebrate Mario Day? That hasn't happened yet while we're recording, but has happened after we dropped this episode.
0: I'm assuming I probably played a couple of Mario games. Uh, that's about it. Okay,
1: <laughs> fair enough.
0: Dress up as Mario, went outside. I was going to say, I was,
1: was going to say, at least invite your friend Mario over. To play Mario? Oh yeah, actually that'd be a smart
0: idea. And we gotta, I gotta record for his podcast too. Maybe we we'll do that tomorrow. <laughs> oh wait, Dude, there you go. La- uh, it was Fastlane. Uh, I don't know.
1: Anyway. Oh oh, it was Fastlane. <laughs> okay, how was it?
0: Uh, it, it was fantastic. Uh, you know, and check out Talking More Wrestling uh, this Saturday, six oh five. Yeah, p.m. I don't Eastern. know. I,
1: th- I just, I just thought it was so so. Um, but... <laughs>
0: um, but there's some cool deals uh, out there because there are still some people without a Switch. Obviously, I know not everyone has a Switch, but yeah. a lot of people are starting to want a Switch. And right now, I think it's still going on. I don't think it was just on Sunday, but you can check it out. They were go- they were doing a deal where a bundle with the system, if you buy the Nintendo Switch and you got a, mar- a first-party Mario game, mm-hmm. this is a rarity, folks. It's not often that a first-party Nintendo game goes on sale like this. But if you buy a first-party Mario game, Odyssey, Deluxe U, Tennis, Aces, um... Half off the physical copy when you buy it with the system, so that's yeah, not a bad is, which deal. Which is a great deal. It's um, actually a little bit of a better deal where you can buy the Nintendo Switch with a thirty-five dollar credit towards the eShop. Works out a little bit better because also mm-hmm. f- I don't know how long to, again. Check out the sale while we're here. Uh, but online through the Nintendo eShop, those Mario games, Deluxe U, Tennis Odyssey, uh, uh, I think Rabbid Rabbits, Rabbid Rabbits as well. Um are thirty dollars, twenty nine ninety nine, which is about as low as you're gonna get for a game unless it becomes a player's choice. Right.
1: Which so, uh they're not there yet, I think. No, on, no, it, not, on not, on not Switch. for the Switch. Uh no, so, so definitely
0: jump on those <clears> if you can. Um so check yep. out those deals. And the uh well the final oh, do you have any
1: gaming news? Yeah, you know what, okay. Larry, it's not all about you. Um
0: well I try that's why I have now my own podcast. Ow.
1: See? God hates my cat ugly. My
0: stabbed me. <laughs> get off the computer. I have to record my podcast.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, he really, he really does. I think, I think it's called Meow Mix Remastered. <laughs> That'd
0: be um, awesome. All right. You have to, for April Fool's, you have to somehow put headphones on your cat and get him to sit there for like 20 minutes in front of a microphone.
1: Nice. <laughs> I will try and do that, and you know what? It will it would probably get more views than all of our shows combined. Ooh,
0: ouch, ouch! Yep. It'll
1: definitely it'll definitely do better than the virtual boy sales. I'll tell you that. Okay, much. enough. Anyway, you can you um, can yeah. insult
0: this show all you want. Do not insult the virtual boy.
1: <laughs> I I will continue to insult the <laughs> virtual boy until it disappears from the planet. Um, moving over to um, I I feel like we kind of have to mention this uh it's uh, and current gaming news yeah. but li- uh last week um devil may cry 5 dropped that was last week that was last oh, wow. week yeah devil may cry came out on um march 8th okay uh, which was uh what friday yep so or at least i think it came out yeah it was- anyway it came out bottom line is devil may cry came out last week the reviews have been nothing short of amazing. Really? Uh, I just wanted to point it out. Yeah, I just wanted to point it out. Um, and I just want to um, i had quote IGN really quickly okay. because they gave it a 9.5 out of 10. Wow. 9.5 out of 10. Devil May Cry 5's trio of outstanding combat styles set a new high bar for the series, and its mysterious story keeps things interesting along the way. Hmm. Um, just... Absolutely, yeah. Everything I've been reading about this has been aces. And if you've never played a Devil May Cry game, now's a great time to get into it because uh, apparently Devil May Cry is off the charts. Uh, makes me want to go back to the series and yeah. play through the rest of them because I played the first one. First one was awesome. and then I first one was first. Oh my god, first one blew yeah. my mind when it came out. Um, I never wound up moving on beyond the first one because I remember the second one didn't get really good uh, reviews. They changed yeah. things up, and it didn't work. Wasn't as well. Dante? It was somebody else? Yeah, and then they Mm -hmm. went back to Dante in the third one, and everything was good again. Mm -hmm. I was, uh, but it was just one of those series that's like I kind of left it behind. Mm -hmm. Um, But you know, reading the reviews for Devil May Cry Five this week, I'm definitely thinking about picking it up, adding it to my collection, and probably never playing it like I do with all the other new games (laughs) that I buy.
0: (laughs) Me too, brother. Me too.
1: All so, right. yeah, so I
0: just wanted to bring that up. No, that's cool. That's definitely cool. I want to check that out. Um, oh, did you mention uh, also as well, because
1: uh, I feel like my story, I, we can we can end on mine. Uh, a Kickstarter? Yeah, well, that's fine. Yeah, you, we can end on your ego. Um, so the other thing that I found about out. About time. Yeah, well, you know, uh, I got to give you a little bit 100... every once in a while. <laughs> it is your birthday month. Um, <laughs> <That's right>. Sorry. <laughs> yeah so um a friend of mine actually told me about this and i had no idea this existed now for anybody who listens to the show uh, and i know larry knows this i am an avid fan absolutely obsessive fan of the pc game the seventh guest yes it was the first full motion video horror based game puzzle game on top of that too a uh, puzzle mystery game that i played on the pc way back in the mid 90s did you play it online uh, no you cannot play it Okay, Um it is available it is, it, together. it is available to buy on Steam okay. as well as the sequel to it which was called The 11th Hour. I still own both of the original ones too okay, cool. um that I bought over 20 years ago. Um, however um and on top of that there was a Kickstarter recently for a fan-based sequel um called The 13th Doll that they've been working on for about 12 years. <laughs> wow. Um, they started it back in the mid 2000s as a pet project and then A couple – two, three years ago, they finally decided we're going to do a Kickstarter to get this sucker done. Mm -hmm. They raised the money. Um, The game is really close to coming out. They keep pushing back the delivery date because they're still finessing things. Mm -hmm. I was like, but there's a a sequel to it coming out now. Um, And it was blessed by Trilobite, which was the company that created the original ones. Or the company that owns Trilobite now. Anyway, um, a friend of mine told me yesterday while we were online playing Dead by Daylight, um, (laughs) which is my current obsession – um, that somebody did a Kickstarter for the Seventh Guest board game. Ooh. So I was like, and I literally told him, now, I, whenever any news for Seventh Guest comes out, I'm usually right on top of it. Yep. I was like, I had no idea this existed. Furthermore, I had no idea that this was a Kickstarter in 2017. Oh. <laughs> okay. So, so anyway, they raised the money okay, for good. it. And it, so they wound up making the board game it's coming out now. It said released in February of 19. Now okay. I don't know if it officially yeah. came out or if they're a little, running mm-hmm. a little behind. But any fans of the 7th Guest, you can buy the board game by just doing a search, go to that you can go to the page and do a pre-order for it. Um it's uh 69.95 for the 7th Guest Oof. board game, good the Lord. basic board game. Is that like the going and for then they for board have, games now? No, like a yeah. Good no. A good board game now. Can run about sixty or seventy bucks. Okay. Okay. Um, There's one game actually. There's a board game called Gloomhaven that I do not own that everybody raves about um, because you can play it by yourself or with other people, and it's a it's a game where the story continues every time you play it. Oh wow. Um, Yeah, there are a lot of board games. There are games like that that my friends and I play. Okay. Um, We'll we'll have to do a whole board game episode like we've talked. But um, Gloomhaven uh, retail price is 140 dollars. Oof Wow. So anyway, but getting back to seventh guest, the basic board game is seventy dollars, but then you can buy other things for it and that's where the prices start to get crazy. Now, I will be buying the basic board game, there's no question about it. <laughs> I was like but then they have another game called the Seventh Guest Infection set special edition. Now infection was a game that you played in the game. Oh. It was like one where you played against the antagonist in the game. You played it it was basically like um Othello. In a okay. Way. Yep, yep. I love how they, uh, Othello keeps popping up in our show. Well, not, yeah, it, it is Othello and it's not Othello, but it's basically I gotcha, Othello. I gotcha. I um, gotcha. And you can buy that game for forty seven fifty. Oh, wow. And then on top of it, they made miniature figurines <laughs> that you can add to your game. Here we go. All right. So one of them. We're to My uh, World and, with Amiibos. Right. So they have a. Exactly. They have a couple of miniatures that are like 13 bucks, which is fine. Right, but then they have, I guess, more. Um, uh, I don't know. I don't know what these are made out of. But there's like a uh, there's a, a figurine for forty five dollars. Okay, oh, and then there's few... an extremely limited personalized oh, miniature boy. figurine. You got to have that one. Nine hundred. Are you kidding me?
0: Is it made with human bone?
1: Oh, I. I Lord. Well, they better <laughs> better do some magic. Holy um, nine hundred. And then on top of that. There are other things you can buy, like there's a Sphinx spirit board, which is basically a Ouija That's board disgusting. for,
0: for oh, 99
1: Sphinx. Sphinx. Sphinx okay. Uh, for $99. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can buy a, a model kit of the mansion from the game that you can actually put on the game board for $95. So, so in total,
0: if you were to get... All right, not counting the special limited edition mortgage uh, figurine, you're looking at a... Chunk of change here.
1: For this well, game. no, no, no. You can play the game just with the seventy dollars. No, 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 but I'm saying you, if you I, bought everything, I know you, you bought everything. You want everything. I want it all. <laughs> um, if I, if you want to buy everything, and that would include, let's say, the the two board games, the the mansion kit, and let's say the mini, the thirteen dollar miniature. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. you're looking at somewhere around three hundred dollars. <laughs> well, now, well, you. I'm lying. Two fifty okay well that's more reasonable much much better <laughs> alright so, so anyway look. hey 7th um, hey, guest board game I'm all in for 69.95. dollars I'm not all in for the rest but um, if anybody else out there you know knows the 7th guest loves the 7th guest check out the 7th guest board game that's available online
0: alright cool and we are going are we to here, wrap this up with this news that I love this news mm-hmm. Indiegogo, which Uh-oh. is mm, like Kickstarter, but when you donate money, uh, you're already out of the money, no matter what, because it charges automatically, uh, has this awesome, awesome uh, situation here that you can buy game cases, custom game cases for a certain system that didn't really have, it was a portable system that really didn't have game cases, like like they clamshell, you know, like what the 3DS games look like now, uh, clamshell cases. <laughs> The title is The Virtual Boy Collector's Game Cases.
2: Because,
0: as we all know, the Virtual Boy games, which I have five of them, actually,
1: um, did not come with a clamshell case. Just came with a little dust cover. How fun fun is it playing those Virtual Boy games? Oh, wait, you don't have a Virtual Boy... Oh, wow. that cut deep. That cut deep. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe maybe you can buy the cases to put you know to put the game in and a few of your tears.
0: <laughs>
1: dare you? So basically, what?
0: Look, this 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 idea is actually a really really cool idea. So they're basically um, game cases as they are, but what happens is you can buy there's one two three four uh, levels of purchasing on Indiegogo for these game cases. Basically, you can buy two of them for $10, f- mm. five of them for 15 For 30 bucks, you get the True Retro Collector Pack. Now, these are all already discounted off of what would be retail price. Of course, because nobody's buying them. The True... Oh, unfortunately, that is the case. Um, the True Retro Collector Pack is uh, 16 cases, 14 for the entire North American...
1: I was just the about to say, that's every North, game ever
0: made on that thing. No, the no, not ever. But it is 14 of the complete North American library and two unreleased titles, which were Faceball Remastered and Bound High. Because what's cool is you get the clamshell case, which is red, but then you get the inserts. Like, they'll print mm-hmm. up the inserts. So if you buy the two-pack or the five-pack, you can select which ones you want, which I think are really cool. And then for 50 bucks, this,
1: you this get is very the, fascinating.
0: You get the virtual it is for a lot of people. It is very, for very the fascinating. virtual boy master collection. You want that's rude. $50 virtual boy master collection which is 33 cases. Now this is the entire library of the virtual mm-hmm. boy.
1: This is astounding. And news. as you can see, red. Absolutely.
0: Red. Um 14 North American games, three of which Japan did not get. 19 Japanese covers, eight of which were exclusive to Japan. And that one's got free shipping within the U.S. So they are, um, they got a ways to go. Uh, They're looking for $15,000. They're only 10% of the way there. And they got 16 days left. So I am asking, I am begging. I know I have fans, excuse me. I know we Mm. have fans out there who agree with me is what I wanted to say. With the Virtual Boy, who love this system, who have this system, and who have the games, and would think mm-hmm. this project is really cool. There's yeah. already a link really. on our Facebook page. Or I guess you can just search Indiegogo for Virtual Boy. Check this out. Order them. Let's pump up this goal so they can make these, and I don't lose out on my
1: 15 bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this yeah. Or what you can do is you can just buy one of these little laser pointers and get a cat and just be entertained by that. Because see this right here? More entertaining than the virtual boy. <laughs> he's slowing down. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, he's definitely slowing down. I think, I think, I think we've had it.
0: Um, <laughs> All right. And with that, we're going to wrap this up.
1: So. Uh, I, yeah. You know what? I think that's the best thing that we could possibly end on after talking about the virtual boy. Because think- you know what? You know, after you bring that up, it just kills the mood of everything.
0: <laughs> Folks. Check us out everywhere on social media, Retro Gamers Podcast. Listen to us everywhere. You can listen to podcasts, including this new thing called PodCoin, which we'll talk about more in the future, which is pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. You can earn points for listening to podcasts. You're doing nothing different. Listen to us. Listen to other great shows like the Better Half Podcast and the Yin and the Yang Podcast and Talking More Wrestling. Um, But uh, where can they uh, find us on the web and uh, contact us?
1: Okay, so um, you can find us on, on our page on America Online through 56K modems. Oh, can we still dial up? pages? That'd be awesome. Can you imagine the Retro Gamers AOL page? <laughs> that would make um, sense. You can, fi- you can find uh, us on our website, uh, www.theretrogamers.com. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Retro Podcast. Larry, you told us where you can hear us. You can watch us on YouTube. Um, if you want, um, I don't know why you would want to, but hey, go for <laughs> it. We have videos. Um, and uh, and uh, you can email us at email at theretrogamers.com. dot com. And before we close out, just a reminder that um, depending on when you're listening to this, if you are listening to this first thing on Tuesday, um, this evening, we're giving away two copies of the Psychology of Zelda book on our page. Larry will be live at nine p.m. Eastern to give away two copies of the Psychology of Zelda book. No. Um, details for how you can earn that mm. is, uh, or how you can enter the contest to win that are on our Facebook page. Tuesday. Look for the post.
0: Reminder Tuesday. Yes, I will be live on Tuesday. No, yes, uh, we have two great copies of, like Anthony said, and mm-hmm. um, we're going to give them out <laughs>
1: to Here's our one.
0: winners. There you go. There's one. There's one. And, and, and. Oh, oh. oh, oh. I hate when you do that, <laughs> which is why I do it, <laughs> folks. With that, thank you very much. And another wonderful week. And uh, hey, always hope we have a good week as well coming up.
1: Uh, I, I, I hope so, too. I have no idea what's happening. That's that's the beauty Ooh, of life. I, play, I am playing hockey this Thursday at oh. the State Center. There you go. Cool. I'm what, after a Kings game. Well, no, no, no. I'm playing for the Kings because they suck so badly. They're desperate there you go and with that folks thank you very much
0: and we will catch you right here next week on the Retro Gamers Podcast
2: Turn quick stops for this and that into quick stops for cash back. With new Chase Freedom Flex, you'll earn 3% cash back at drugstores. Learn more at ChaseFreedom.com. Restrictions and limitations apply. Offer subject to change. Cards are issued by J.P. Morgan Chase Bank, N.A., member FDIC. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. Automatically. Dollar for dollar. With no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that?